the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Talking little stocks, talking little sectors, talking little investing ideas. Never, ever be shy. You don't have to be. That's the best part about this show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Obviously, there's some things that are will come and go that are tied towards hurricanes and uh, natural weather, natural disasters. Natural weather. I guess all weather is natural, right? And sometimes you get displacement. Sometimes you get inefficiencies. Um, sometimes you're seeing that in the real estate market. Sometimes you see it in the stock market. Sometimes you see it inside of sectors uh, and or commodities. So it's all going on, and it's all there on a lot of levels. So uh, Hurricane Harvey wreaked a little bit of havoc. Gasoline up nearly 7% as the storm brought refinery closings. Again, not so much the hurricane itself, it's the flooding afterwards, and that shifts a lot of the damage from the private sector, from the private sector to the government, because the National Flooding Insurance Program, the NFIP, is tied towards you know setting rates and kind of taking on the risk of floods. Floods are considered to be an act of God uh, in the eyes of the insurance industry, so they'll they'll protect you against the storm, but they won't protect you against the flood. Which, you tell me what's the difference between a storm and a flood as far as uh, acts of gods go. And again, I don't know. Maybe if you stomp your feet, the earthquake happens, right? So the dollar extended to fall amidst clouded economic outlook. Um, one thing that's going to sound very odd and awkward for me to say out loud is that hurricanes and floods are good for the economy. They're not good for the people who are involved in the misery. Up to three weeks without electricity would be, ouch, not good. Uh, but they tend to be good for the economy because our government you know, says, we have to do something now. Here's a couple billion dollars. Go spend it. Rebuild your homes. Rebuild your roads. Rebuild your infrastructure. Get those gas refineries turned back on. Um, that's a lot of what's going on. In my opinion, you know, I don't know if that's going to be terribly popular when I say that out loud. Uh, 
but I guess it is what it is. Hurricane Harvey's cost will probably play to the tune of... Do-do-do-do! Let's uh, give a big one. $30 billion. It's gonna be the, the second act across southern Texas is turning into an economic catastrophe with damages, again, to stretch to the tens of billion dollars and an unusually large share of victims lacking adequate insurance. Uh, there's a lot of poor parts of our country, and inside said poor parts, sometimes you can find uh, underinsurance. So a lot of people uninsured, and again, I I, I don't find that surprising. So... Uh, I know someone who had a tooth, one of their molars, and I think it's a molar, uh, crack. You know, a basic old filling kind of got some oxygen in it or something, and, you know, it cracked the tooth in half down to the road. And the person, you know, wanted to get uh, proper health care. And I think there was at one point in time a root canal, not terribly well covered with insurance, there was some, you know, work done uh, to preserve the jawbone eventually because the cracking was so uh, brutal. And then there was a temporary put in while they built a longer-term solution. Instead of going with a kind of bridge kind of solution, they went with uh, a permanent. In the end, it was about $6,000 over a year, and that's an economic disaster for a lot of people. I know it doesn't quite compare to having no refrigerator and, you know, uh, no air conditioning when it, you're still involved in the Houston hot Texas sun summertime. Uh, but $30 billion after relentless flooding and labor force is going to be out for a little while. Power grid, transportation, a lot of parts of that region's area. Why wasn't Houston evacuated? No one knows. Believe it or not, one of the big killers, not killers, because uh, that's the wrong word to use in a situation like this, one of the big, you know, big costly damages it's tied towards automobiles that are parked underground. So less than a third of Harvey's losses uh, are likely to be insured. Less than a third, so $20 billion plus dollars. The historic event is you know, currently unfolding. It's going to take weeks until the full scope and magnitude of the damage is realized, and already it's clear that an abnormally high portion of economic damage caused by flooding will not be covered. Now, again, let's extrapolate this onto you. Have you backed up your data? Have you taken pictures of everything in your house in case there is an economic or natural disaster or earthquake that just kind of shakes things up in the Bay Area? Um, would you be able to be made whole again? Uh, do you feel like your important documents are easily gotten? Do you feel like there's enough backup water if you need it? So a lot of forecasters are hesitant you know, to make preliminary estimates because you know, the insurance companies do a pretty good job of, of handling claims and, and throwing a dollar amount on everything pretty darn fast. Typical insurance policies, like I said, you know, cover wind but not flooding. And the flooding is the expensive part. So blaming one or the other, a lot of insurance companies will go, well, you know, there wouldn't have been water there if it didn't flood or, you know, we only said we'd cover the, the wind. Uh, and you're like, whoa, can't you just write me a check? Because I wrote you a check for, you know, 22 straight years. Whoa. So, whoa. This was a big storm. And as uh, Donald Trump so uneloquently said, 
um, on Thursday or Friday. Good luck. Good luck. So, which is a very uh, good thing. Which is a very very good thing. You know, in Houston, rainfall has already surpassed that of her, uh, Tropical Storm Allison, which in 2001 wreaked about $12 billion in damages. And that case, only about $5 billion was covered by insurance. Uh, now, the storms this weekend were, you know, are dwarfed by Hurricane Katrina, which struck in 2005 and devastated New Orleans. By some estimates, it inflicted $160 billion. $160 billion. Forty-seven percent of Katrina's losses were covered by the insurance industry, but only twenty-seven percent is expected to be insured for Harvey. Like I said, terribly underinsured. So, a lot going on there, right? Um, a lot of reinsurance questions, a lot of a lot of thoughts. But cement companies, construction companies, um, on some levels, insurance companies. Yes, they're going to take losses, but they're going to raise their rates. Um, a lot of times this is a very, I'm not going to say very good thing. <laughs> um, President Trump says that a little too often. This will be, this is a very good thing. Um, and that's out there floating around. So gasoline, by the way, probably won't hit the U.S. markets as, uh, the West Coast markets as bad as it will hit the Central because that's where the refineries are. And none of the refineries in California were knocked out by the flood, so to speak. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Right now, talking a little stock, stock talk. How about if we'll talk about some investment ideas? Uh, one of them, a electronic commerce company. Don't forget, I always have seminars coming up. In fact, I have one coming up in Marin where I will be talking stocks, but CFP Chad Virgin will be talking retirement income strategies and estate planning. Since San Rafael, September 9th from 10 noon, 10 to noon, September 9th, four points by Sheraton San Rafael. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show. To call the show, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. I buy that I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Super important that you try to do the best you can to kind of learn lessons about Wall Street whenever they tend to rear their head, so to speak. PayPal holdings are up 64% since the spinoff from eBay. Um, electronic commerce, um, a lot in the vein of like a Venmo. Um, Something you've known about for years, I'm sure. At one point in time, you know, when you'd buy something on eBay, you'd try to do a quick transaction. It could be on PayPal or it could be through a credit card. And uh, I think we all know PayPal. 
there are some situations and scenarios out there where you can actually buy things at like Home Depot with your PayPal account. It's electronic commerce, uh, digital commerce, uh, quick commerce. Uh, you know about Apple Pay, I'm sure. So it's along those lines, right? So PayPal got a write-up that was pretty loving in Barron's this weekend. And again, it's been a big winner since it was spun off from eBay. Uh, kind of doubting people who thought the financial service giant would you know, overpower the payment processor. Um, stock has upside, according to some analysts. PayPal discouraged customers from funding transactions with their credit cards or debit cards since fees made on those transactions less profitable and for the parent company. Uh, PayPal quickly realized that ultimately Visa and MasterCard made better friends and enemies, so it signed partnerships with them and introduced an effort called Choice that made it easier for customers to navigate amongst different funding methods. So uh, some people on Wall Street worried that earnings would take a hit when they made a partnership with Visa and Microsoft, but it, it turned out pretty good. So Choice simplified account creation. It made it easier for users to select payment options. Uh, the company added about 6.5 million new active accounts in the recent quarter, its largest organic quarter since 2014, and processed 23% more transactions. Uh, you would say that's probably competing pretty well with uh, Apple Pay. So operating profit margins based on what are called gap uh, principles, generally accepted accounting principles. Um, they're also up, so a lot of satisfied PayPal users make fewer calls to service centers. And that helps. Uh, the CEO of PayPal is a guy named Dan Schumann. Uh, he's pretty satisfied with the results of choice. Investors are too. Nearly all of PayPal's stock appreciation has come since the Visa partnership was uh, announced last summer. They've signed more than 20 new partners in the last year and a half. PayPal's made relationships with Facebook, Baidu, and JP Morgan Chase. Such deals extend the reach of their products and their in-store acceptance. Like I said, you know, you can go to a Home Depot and if you have your account number, boom, 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 pay that way. So the CEO showman has bounced around the idea, you know, that uh, the company still has ways to go. He himself comes from AT&T before he led Priceline and later Virgin Mobile. He's taken three companies through investor roadshows. He thinks PayPal, that's when uh, you're part of a company like a eBay or your private company has raised a lot of money. He thinks PayPal's on a mission to democratize financial services. So revenue contributions from Venmo are currently not material, but the company is moving to monetize that loyal user base by making it possible for customers to use their Venmo account balances on e-commerce purchases. So the initiative called Pay with Venmo should be largely implemented later this year. Uh, it should be noted that Apple's getting ready to come out with Operating System 11, which will make a very similar Venmo-type experience with transferring money. Um, PayPal has a good future, so but they have a competitive future as well. PayPal should also benefit from the Payment Services Directive 2, which is a European Union regulation set to go into effect in the next two years. Uh, that's going to help PayPal gain better acceptance in the banking system. So there's a lot of optimism for the stock at this point in time. Um, consult a broker advisor, obviously, before taking any action. But you're seeing pretty good numbers, um, you know, 15, 20% year-over-year numbers. So that could lift the stock easily 16% in the next 12 months, according to one analyst. Again, we all kind of know PayPal. You're talking about a company that does uh, $10 billion plus in transactions. So it's it's material, right? 
So 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. One thing you would have to say, a competitor I didn't mention on PayPal would be obviously Apple, but Amazon and Google because they all have payment-like services, right? So um, just throwing it out there for you. San Jose-based company. They want to be your best buddy, your best PayPal, your best bud. company also allows individuals and merchants to transfer money via personal computers or smartphone. It's a payment industries company, credit card, bank America, no, credit card, bank accounts, PayPal accounts. Uh, I manage a soccer team and I have to collect money from parents. And, you know, I say pay me by PayPal or pay me by cash or check. And most people just do PayPal. And then I forget that I have cash sitting in my PayPal account. And then when I figure it out, I'm like, woo! So, it's always nice to have that <laughs> little perk in life, so to speak. Um, so, PayPal has some upside and some nice room to run. But again, they do compete with some pretty big players. You know, what Apple has dominant smartphones, PayPal's still been able to eke their way into it. Um, Amazon's dominating having your credit card tied towards transactions. And uh, I was stunned the other day to learn that the number one app for the Generation Z, that's the ones below the paper, uh, that's the one below um, the, oh gosh, now I'm going, I'm going stupid. <laughs> below Generation Y, Generation Z, one of their favorite apps is Amazon. So, shocking in a way, because you would think something social, something stupid, something where you can make rainbows come out of a unicorn's mouth. Uh, but, you get the idea. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Uh, so much to talk about. There's one set of companies that I really, one sector of the Wall Street called REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts, that I do like talking about. And, you know, obviously you can buy real estate in New York City. You don't have to go through hard money lending. You don't have to go through... Uh, private real estate investment trust where you have so much trust in other people who are making so much money and the transaction off you. You're so far behind in hard money loans. You're so far behind in um, private real estate investment trusts. But if you do a publicly traded REIT, costs are pretty low. Um, and you can actually buy property in Manhattan. So there's not a lot of supply growth for years and years and years. And then suddenly we've started figuring out how to get a little more growth in Manhattan uh, Vornado Realty Trust and SL Green Realty. Vornado is VNO, ticker symbol VNO. Shares are off 12% this year. Um, a discount. You want to buy real estate at a discount or you want to pay full price? SL Green is ticker symbol SLG. It's down about 10% this year. So they both you know, discount industry pressures and they look inexpensive based on the outlook for funds from operations. Uh, FFO, which is a key REIT uh, metric, cash flow. Um, they traded a little bit expensive premium in the market. Fernando at 18.5, SL Green about 14 times. But then again, you get to buy by Matt Real Estate for 10% off. I'm at Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. This morning's topic, we're taking your calls right now. 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. Whoa. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Talk about stock talk. I'm all about it. Anything you want to chat about, we can talk about. Uh, Where no man has gone before. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's a five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. The great jet. The continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Scotty, beam us up. He's dead, Jim. You know the line, Scotty B. Myself, was ever, never actually spoken in the television series? Interesting of note. I love the, the line by Captain D. Kirk. Captain James D. Kirk. All right, you mutinous, disloyal, computerized half-breed. We'll see about you deserting my ship. Oh, my, my, my. The term half-breed is somewhat applicable, but computerized is inaccurate. A machine cannot be computerized. Not a man. Spock, my mother was a teacher. My father was an ambassador. Kirk, your father was a computer like his son, an ambassador from a planet of traitors. The Vulcan never lived who had one ounce of integrity. So, why am I throwing this out? Because I'm all shook up like Elvis Presley. I'm talking American culture. I'm actually talking 60 years ago. 60 years ago, we started thinking about space as an investment. We had a short, repeating string of boops and beeps. It turned out to be the broadcast of a distant metal orb the size of a beach ball with four long antenna. It was the Soviet Union Sputnik. It became the first artificial satellite launched into orbit. And then we started a space race with Russia. And for those super nerds, you know that the satellite had a unique sound signature. Now, 60 years later, 60 years into the space race, does it feel like we're in a space race? You get billionaire players. Um, And it's creating some of the fastest change in 60 years. So SpaceX is a side project of Elon Musk. It's grabbed a leading market share in commercial satellite launches by undercutting its main rival by about 40%. So Musk says, you know, U.S. government, if you want us to launch satellites in the air for you, it's, you know, X amount of millions. But if you've got an Amazon Prime account, we'll take off 10%. And if you use your Amazon credit card, we'll take off another 5%. So Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, privately owned Blue Horizon is his company Um, and Tesla's got Elon Musk so Amazon plans to compete on launches and has a vision of moving manufacturing to space 
which I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, I'm talking about robots, you know, putting jobs in space. I don't think a lot of people are going to be signing up for that job. Hello, robots. So Richard Branson, another billionaire. I think he's a billionaire. Um, some of these guys, it's tough to tell, so because they hide behind corporations. But he's got the Virgin Group. He hopes to sell space flights to vacationers. So Amazon wants to manufacture in space and deliver satellites. And Tesla's all about. They're the number one commercial satellites player right now. So launch costs have fallen enormously in the past decade. And companies like Amazon, well, particularly. Elon Musk and SpaceX have figured out how to launch a lot of the space equipment and get it back versus just dumping it in the ocean. So you got a lot cheaper satellites. Um, there's a company called CubeSat. Some of the better financed ones aim to launch communication satellites into the low orbit by the hundreds or even the thousands covering the globe with data services and upending the incumbent players on a handful of their highly costly expensive high orbit satellites. When I was a kid just out of uh, middle school and just starting a satellite, uh, just starting high school, um, I kind of learned how to break into Sprint's um, satellite with a couple friends. We kind of hacked into it, and we were making long-distance calls for free. Woo! Um, when you're in high school, you're like getting high. Phone calls, long-distance calls used to cost a lot of money. This is something the millennials are going, what are you talking about? You at least had 3,000 minutes. I remember that. No, not so much. Um, I remember a minute on a phone call, sometimes it would cost like 28 cents. You called at the wrong time. So on the commercial side, there's going to be a cyclical downturn in satellites because satellites offer so much more bandwidth than they use, and then they typically replace, so that demand has yet to catch up. But public investors are, you know, they don't know what to do with investing in space. So spending is going to grow 6% a year, compounded over the next five years, which is good. And it's going to benefit companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin, a company called Orbital, ticker spell OA. Lockheed Martin's LMT, Boeing is BA. Now, again, a smaller contractor like an Orbital has a lot of upside. A traditional satellite takes about two to three years to build and costs about $300 million. Half of the hardware, a third for the launch, and the rest for the insurance. Once operational, it generates about $40 million to $60 million a year in cash for 15 years. Right now, there's about 1,500 satellites in orbit, including a quarter for military use. Um, the U.S. is the biggest player. controls about 40% of the world's satellites, followed by China at 13% and Russia at 10%. So most use what's considered a multi-stage expendable rocket to escape the atmosphere. So the space shuttle program, which was built around crude, reusable spacecraft, ended six years ago after more than 130 successful flights and two deadly failures. So, But what's old is coming new again, so to speak. Um, SpaceX launched a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral and delivered a communication satellite into uh, orbit. And it got return value on that rocket, very valuable 14-story main body to a drone ship floating in the Atlantic Ocean. So that was very, very unique. Now, Jeff Bezos, worth more than $80 billion, and he's the Amazon.com founder, says he's selling a billion dollars of stock a year to fund Blue Horizon, a space tourism and payload launch venture. 
ultimately he sees manufacturing going to space. Elon Musk's got about a $16 billion personal fortune. And he's taken a leading chair in the commercial rocket launch so far. Next up, he wants to do satellite broadband. And long-term, he wants to colonize Mars. Then you get Richard Branson. He's worth roughly $5 billion. Um, he was... Uh, his Virgin Galactic had a you know, deadly crash in 2014. But he's still doing tests and still trying to figure it out. Uh, Paul Allen from Microsoft with $20 billion in wealth, the owner of pro sports teams. He's got his sights set on the world's largest plane, which is a strata launch, six-engine aircraft that can carry three satellite launch vehicles to the upper atmosphere. So a lot going on. A lot going on. Um, you got some early disruptors in the funding of it. So uh, there's one company called OneWeb. They're backed by Virgin, Qualcomm, and SoftBank. So, and they're going to do a constellation of 720 low-orbit communication satellites. So, things are starting to get kind of crazy, though. You know, when Bezos is selling a billion dollars to Amazon stock to invest in Blue Origin, there's a lot of money going at it. So, would you invest in satellites? Would you invest in space, the final frontier? Um, it's a good question. So... Um, Captain, striking a federal officer is a court-martial offense. I do miss. I do miss. How bad, uh... Kirk was as an actor. There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Don't you love that? That kind of includes himself, right? Scotty, when you gonna get off that milk diet, laddie? Now, scotch is a real drink for a man. Check off. Scott was admitted by a little old lady from Leningrad. So that's what we got. Engineers, doctors, madmen, all rushing to get into space. Oh, by the way, what's old is new again, right? CBS, publicly traded um, company, going to be relaunching another version of Star Trek. Um, so again, what is old is new. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up in San Rafael, California, September 9th, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning. You can get in for free using the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. The four points by Sheraton in San Rafael. Uh, 1010 Northgate Drive. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, and it can be hard to even know where to begin. Um, I'll be going over some stocks. Michelle Lumber is going to be going over estate planning. Chad's going to be going over social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, managing your IRAs and your 401ks, measuring risk passive versus active portfolio management, choosing the right accounts to draw from first. Again, it's the retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar. Coming up a couple weeks from now in San Rafael, September 9th from 10 to noon. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com.
making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. Oh, my, my, my. So a neighbor of mine goes out of his way to do the boxing matches in Super Bowl. He's got a man cave big time. <clears throat> and I know you're saying, how is this stock talk? Well, as we're watching the fight, I couldn't help but think, this is going to be interesting. Someone who makes $100 million, how does he not do a rematch? <clears throat> you ring that kind of bell and you get that kind of service in theory. Uh, but Floyd Mayweather Jr. is only 40. He's got a personality that's you know braggadocious. He's got a devil-may-care attitude. Uh, undefeated at 50, you know, he's got a heck of a reputation. Uh, he said his grandmother saw his potential first. And success or failure always starts at the top. And whether it's the CEO of a company or your grandmother seeing you know uh, something in good for you. UFC fighter Conor McGregor, just he seemed like he was throwing like slap punches. He just couldn't, you know. And that's one of the problems with middleweight. You know, you got lightweight, middleweight, heavyweights. Heavyweights, one punch can knock a guy out. But middleweight, it's it's much more of an art, per se. And uh, Mayweather's going to earn, or he did earn, the lion's share of the, you know, uh, pay-per-view money, adding to his already $300 million estimated net worth. So how can there not be a rematch when you're pulling in $100-plus million? Uh seems like that is something that you would want to work on. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but um, I can go then again, we all say this. We all say this. You know, The NFL doesn't even have to pay me. I pay for free. I play for free. You probably want it, but I get the hootspah per se. Uh, 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Medtronic is a player that we should look into uh, because they make medical device products that maybe one day we'll need uh, hopefully you don't but maybe one day you will Medtronic has been around for many many years and they've diversified their business model a little bit uh, it's a company that I want you to look into it's a company that makes things like I said that will save our lives and when push comes to shove are you more likely to spend money uh, to stay alive for a new heart, for a new spine, uh, or more money likely to spend money to, you know, update everyone on Facebook that you're dying. So Medtronic ticker symbol MDT. Um, big competitors would be Johnson Johnson, St. Jude Medical, and Boston Scientific. Uh, sometimes the best medicine is a short, sharp shock, which Medtronic's products all have built into them. Um, basically for your heart and your for your pacemaker. It's the leading maker of implantable biomedical devices. The company makes defibrillators and pacemakers and issue, you know, little electrical pulses, pulses that, you know, shock your heart and keep it beating normally. It's cardiac and vascular group also produces catheters, stents, valves, balloons, and surgical ablation technologies used to treat vascular and heart disease. Uh, they've got a group that's tied towards the brain, the Restorative Therapies Group, which has nerve and brain stimulation devices, implantable drug delivery systems, 
and products used to manage diabetes and surgical devices for ear, nose, and throat and spinal conditions. So you kind of get the idea of who they are. Um, on the surface, when you look at shares of medical device maker Medtronic, uh, the company has done quite well this year. It's up 12 plus percent. That's two percentage points above the S&P 500. Um, but that performance masks some of the company's, you know, more potential—not more potential, but potential growth. So last week the stock was down five percent. Um, you have to be a little patient when you own stocks, sometimes more so than others, because there's a lot of skepticism tied. Sometimes there's optimism. So um, Medtronic has done a lot of product launches recently, one which automates insulin dosing for type 1 diabetic patients. And with room to boost that their margins, you know, that's always positive. When you introduce a new product, you can sometimes get the cost down over time. Their chief competitors... Um, you know, inside the industry would be, you know, Abbott Laboratories, Sticker Symbol, ABT, Boston Scientific, BSX, Stryker, SYK, Becton Dickinson, BDX. So Medtronic goes back all the way to 1949. So it's been around for a long, long time. Um, their diabetes unit, which counts for about 6% of the company's revenue, is very important because some of the products have big sales potential. Medtronic lowered its forecast for that unit, though, recently. So if it came out with a report card, you'd say no straight A's going on there. Worthy of note. Um, you should do some homework on Medtronic. I'm not saying that it's appropriate for everyone because I don't think it is. Um, but you know, they acquired a company called Covidian in 2015 that helped them make scalpels, tube holders, and other products and move their business model from the U.S. to Dublin and benefit from a lower tax rate than they would have in the United States. So it's a controlled and timely company as we're all aging. Is it appropriate for you? Tough to say. Um, but it is what it is. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up in Marin. Uh, the only time I'll be in Marin this year, it's September 9th from 10 to noon. Four points by Sheraton Sander Fell. Uh, it's $25, but you can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's a little less than two weeks away. It's filling up fast, so if you'd like to go, now's the time to book it. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. All over your the more you need to start thinking about how you can get the most out of your nest egg. Hi, I'm Rob Black. On September 9th, I'll be in San Rafael, along with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman, for a special event focused on retirement income strategies and estate planning. We're going to help you get a better picture of how to manage your retirement income so that it lasts longer, lets you live comfortably, and protects your family. Which accounts you should draw from first? What's the best way to manage your IRAs and your 401ks? How should you handle your Social Security? We'll cover all that and show you how to minimize your taxes. And we'll go over retirement products. Which ones are the good ones? Which ones to avoid? What if long-term care becomes an issue? That could drain your entire estate if you don't protect it. 
just the tip of the iceberg. Join us Saturday, September 9th, 10 to noon at Sheraton San Rafael. Register now at robblackshow.com. For KDOW listeners, we'll waive the $25 fee. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.